I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. On the 5th of September last, we brought you a report from the Burr Breakfast Fly-In that marked the end of the summer flying season. At the time, around 40 aircraft attended, and a remarkable €2,000 was raised on the ground to be matched by other events later to raise funds for St. Vincent de Paul. This weekend, general aviation pilots launched the summer flying season for 2022, and again, as the tradition would have it, flew to Burr for breakfast. This time, around 100 aircraft flew in, with pilots and passengers raising over €20,000, and we were there to capture the atmosphere. The Ormond Flying Club were the hosts, and coordinating the fly-in was Shea Party. Shea Party, General Aviation's back. It certainly is, Michael. What, a, what an amazing day. Um, 100 aircraft in, and we, we think we're close to €20,000 raised. I suppose I have to preface that is that Simtech were very generous to us. They gave us €10,000 towards the day. Our original target was 10, so we think we're going to be close to 20. I think everybody had a great day, great food. Um, our host, the Ormond Flying Club, and it's great for the community here and great for aviation in general. Also, you have a bit of news for us that uh, Bray is back. Bray is back, 24th of July. Um, headline act, the Red Arrows, centenary of the Air Corps, who are an amazing support. Always have been, and this year it's their year, so... We have the BBMF as well, Lancaster Spitfire Hurricane, and a number of other acts to come as the weeks progress. We're just going through the planning phase, phase with both the IA, Air Traffic Control, and also um, Wicklow County Council. So we are back. And finally, it's, it's really hard to capture the optimism here today, but everybody's in such good form. I think there was just pent-up demand to get out, and you see people normally in a rush away. Some people have been here since 10 o'clock. We've had a few of the helicopter community come back for a second breakfast don't know if they paid or not um, but we're no we're really delighted the S92 the Air Corps as you saw the couple of 139s earlier 135 CHC are in Gazoo did a fly pass so just everybody working together and a great cause and the work you see we have the glamour side the work that Marion and Vincent Paul does you just can't you know yeah well we'll see you at Bray we'll see each other at Bray Mike.
The Irish Air Corps is celebrating its 100th anniversary this year. On their way to Crowpatrick, they dropped in with the crew and the DOC, Brigadier General Rory O'Connor. I asked him about the anniversary celebrations and the participation of the Air Corps in air shows this year, including the Bray Air Show. Well, Bray has always been an important air show for the Air Corps, uh, even more so this year, because we are centen- uh, celebrating our centenary. Uh, so we're very much looking forward to it, uh, and certainly with the, uh, all the acts that are going to be there this year. Uh, and I, I think it's uh, obviously with COVID for the past couple of years, um, it's, it's one of those outdoor spectacles that uh, everyone enjoys an air show. Uh, and we're hoping to put as much as we can into it this year at the end of July. What are your objectives for the 100th celebration? I suppose the main objective is just to, uh, from a, a national point of view, uh, we have been going for 100 years. Uh, we have contributed significantly to aviation on the island. Um, commercial and military aviation started in Balong, uh in the late mid-30s. Uh, so I think from the Air Force point of view, uh, we have and do contribute to the nation as a whole. Uh, and certainly, if you look at people who've served in the airport, they've gone on to serve in all areas of aviation in Ireland and, and worldwide. Uh, so I think it's just getting that narrative piece there that uh, we're part of the aviation history that is Ireland. And of course, the, the main uh, contribution, looking back, that we can say we did was uh, the Bremen flight in 1928, which is 94 years, celebrate 94 years this year. And certainly in 28, that will be a, a big centenary to celebrate because of the significance of that particular flight. What's the implication to crews who work hard all the time to take part in something like an airship? Well, I think they're they're giving back to, to people. They're letting see what their professional skills are. So at, once there's a thought of an air show coming up, there's always that extra effort put in. The aircraft are uh, always a bit shinier, uh, and uh, you're trying to fit it in with your normal day jobs, our normal commitments, operations, training and taskings as well. Um, but people are willing to put in the extra effort uh, because we get to show front and centre what we can do uh, to let your public, who sometimes wouldn't see what we do on a daily basis because our jobs sometimes take out of the face of the of the public. And of course, people tend to think of just the flight crew, but of course there's a massive crew behind the scenes too. No, I, I think that the, the pilots who are flying the aircraft and the air crew are in the aircraft, they're literally just the tip of the spear. Uh, they can't do their job without the support element. And from my point of view, it's trying to emphasise all the supports uh, from your air traffic control, your technicians, uh, your logisticians, safety people, airworthiness. There's a huge amount of people that have to come together to allow that flight to take place, whether it's one aircraft or a multitude of aircraft. Uh, you, if you don't have that support, it can't happen. There were aircraft and pilots from many of the clubs around Ireland, including the hosts, the Ormond Flying Club. Uh, good morning, Colm Wright here from the Ormond Flying Club. Colm, you're here in front of the hangar, the smell of breakfast is wafting out, and it's really usually the, the kick-off of the aviation season, isn't it? It is, I mean, it's even making me hungry here, yes, but it is, it, it is the, the start of April as always when we try and kick off the, the flying season and hopefully we'll get more and more days like we have this morning. I know it's quite strange. Uh, some of the countries uh, experiencing showers, and here it's just a, a fresh morning. I know my daughter's in Rome this weekend, and it's actually raining over there. And here we are with sunshine here in Boris, so it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's been uh, kind of two years for a lot of people with snow flying, or at least not flying very, very far. And there's a there's a real sort of uh, spring fever here. People are looking forward to flying in. 
Well, if you look at the, the, like the phones this morning, the emails, there's going to be so many people here today. I honestly don't know where we're going to put them. Uh, so it'll be a first for us here. So yeah, we're, we're, we're excited. We're looking forward to the day. And the other thing, of course, is it's a, an open day for the club, which is always a good idea to what, keep new members coming in and, 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 uh, and grow the business. Well, the idea of our open day is that obviously we get lots of people just driving in to have a look at the airplanes and they're fascinated by them as much as you and I are. And uh, we always put a stall up here so people can come and see that if they want to learn to fly that there is the opportunity to do that here in Burr and uh, so the guys will be set up in the trailer here behind us and we do it all the time and every time we do one of these events we always get some more new students coming in you know so it's it's a great day for that. What aircraft do you have here? So we have a Cessna 172 and we have a, an EV97 Eurostar um, so that does the, the microlight training and uh, obviously the Cessna is the, is the Group A here. And uh, yeah, we just we only bought that a couple of years ago and uh, we just literally got a new engine put into it there now. So we're, she's in tip-top shape. It's actually looking very well. I was admiring the interior of it as well with your branded seats. Yeah, we had great difficulty now getting the regs changed because obviously going from the G to the EI. So we have that done now. So it's a very valuable airplane now. So we're really happy about that, you know. Um, so yeah, and training is, is, is very busy here. So all is good. One other thing, of course, today raises money for local charities. And that's very important to us here as well. I mean, I know Shea is a big part of the St. Vincent de Paul here, but, but we love accommodating this because we all, from time in our lives, need a few quid here and there. And, I mean, it's amazing to hear some of the people that, that do need help. And, like, for us to be able to have this platform here in Burr, to be able to provide that. And, like, our target, I think, is about 10,000 today, all going well. And uh, I think we'll achieve it. You know, people have very deep pockets coming into this airfield on, on a morning, so we hope they empty them before they go. And every every penny of it is going to St. Vincent de Paul. All the food has been donated. You know, the, the work that's gone on here in the background, I was none of part of none of it, but the work that went on here in the background all week long has been incredible to pull this day off. I think that breakfast is calling. Reese Kellett, Navin Airfield. Reese, what's happening in Navin? Two years, everybody's dying to get back in the air. We run a small flying club and a small flight training school. Uh, High Kings Aviation is the school and High Kings Flying Club is our club. And what kind of aircraft can people get to fly? We run the Robin family at the minute, the HR200 series. There's only three in the country. We have two of them and Leinster Aero Club have the other one. We also have a Cessna 172N there at the minute and then a rally as well. Plenty of variation there for the club members. Uh, your field, of course, is uh, you know terrific location, but you have one requirement, and that is that people give you a shout before they go. Yeah, ideally, PPR is always appreciated. Um, we have some wonderful neighbours in the community, but we have to be very conscious of the noise. So we just like to have a chat with people beforehand, just to kind of brief them through what way to come in and depart as well. That's really all. But we're always welcome, and people are always welcome. But you'll always be uh, certainly well received. So looking forward to the summer. Big time, yeah. We've a uh, couple of new additions to the fleet this year. Bit of fun to have. Um, some people may have seen online Echo India Bravo Mike Oscar 2160 is back in the air. It's been 10 years on the ground. So we'll have it for a few months, hopefully, and people will see it out and about. It's here today at Burr at the Flying. Reese, thanks for talking to us. No problem at all. We'll talk to you again. Thanks. Hi, how are you doing? Mark Burton here. I'm from Funfly Aerosports. And Mark, a fantastic turnout at Burr for the Savannas. Yeah, Good weather makes it all happen, doesn't it? Everyone comes out and it's great to see everyone out and about and flying. And we have a great number of savannas here today. I think there's six or seven. And we also have a new arrival today. We have the first um, outgoing flight of the Savannah with floats today. So it got its permit to fly from the Irish Aviation Authority during the week. And let's take, take the chance to thank them for all their help. 
Um, first of type in the country on floats, she's just fully amphibious. And you can see she's a masterpiece. She looks really well sitting there. Beautiful looking aircraft, and I believe it's a joy to fly as well. Yeah, surprisingly, it's actually... Um, we're expecting a lot of drag, we expect it to be a lot slower, but the uh, floats are actually very aerodynamic, very aerodynamic. They're called a Scudo float, Italian made. In fact, it's about 60 miles from where the actual aircraft is built. Um, just a great float, um, pneumatically works, so the wheels pop up in flight and drop down, and just very, very, very aerodynamic. It's amazing. So I think the takeoff run works out to be about maybe 14% difference on the ground, which is very, very surprising for a float aircraft. We were talking to you in one of the very early podcasts about building your own Savannah. <coughs> is that still uh, happening to the extent that people are still ordering the kits? Oh, God, yeah. Yes, uh, to date, we have six Savannah kits being built out there at the minute. And they're all kind of on a power at the same level, so it should be all coming onto the register in around the same time. So, yeah, it's very popular. And we actually sold another kit yesterday, an order for another kit yesterday. So, it's people are coming to me, they're asking questions. So, what I'm doing is I'm actually bringing them to see the kits being built and they realize how the simplicity of it and it's, it's working well. It's, it's because historically, the thing with kits was people would have started with great intentions, and five, ten years later, there were still boxes in the garage. What, what's the difference with the Savannah? I have the perfect example of that. We have one customer, um, hope doesn't mind me saying, but he, years ago he started building an RV7 and he bought the kit and everything. As he says himself, it was in the shed for years. He had a lot of work punching to do, drilling holes. He spent hours working and seeing nothing done and life just got in the way. So he still had to grow. He sold the RV7 kit, um, unfortunately. But he came back to me there around you know, Christmas time and he was interested in the kits again. So I brought him, showed him the Savannah kit. I showed him all the holes are drilled, everything lines up, every serial number, showed him the manual. And I showed him the build and we were lucky. The day we were there, the customer was actually building the wings and he'd seen it being built and he said, yes, this is the kit for me. So that's... And finally, for people who haven't found you yet, Funfly has a particular attitude uh, about uh, getting people back flying if they've been doing it and forgot it and left it behind for a while. Definitely, that's our main goal. Our main goal is to get everyone flying. Um, and we have a lot of people out there, as you said, started flying years ago, um, and then life gets in the way, finances get in the way, we all have to live, we all have to build houses, we all have partners to look after, and then they think the dream is over, but we are trying to push it out there and make it affordable. And people come, they see it's affordable, they'll come for one lesson, and next thing, they'll sign back up. And it doesn't matter if you have 10 hours, 5 hours, 50 hours, we can still renew your licence. We'll, and do everything in our power to help you renew your licence. And people can find out more at funfly.ie. Mark, thanks for talking to us. No problem, Mike, and it's a pleasure. Coordinating all of the aircraft on the ground are the wonderful marshallers, all under the direction of Joe McDermott. We have a team of seven here at the moment. Seven trained marshallers. More used to marshalling falcons and gold streams than anything else. Right. So now we're getting something a bit smaller, more compact. What's your story about aviation? Because you and I know each other going quite back a long time ago to looking at airplanes at Dublin Airport many years ago. Grew up beside the airport, yeah. where even the local pubs were named after airplanes. The Viscount and the Comet, the local shop was the hostess. So, influenced by all things aeronautical at the time. How did you turn it into a career? I say it wasn't by default, probably more by accident. Involved in the hobby, involved in preserving aircraft, the DC-3, and I just moved on from there. What was the story with the DC-3? DC-3, 1984, a group of us formed a group, brought a DC-3 from 1936, Ford Motor Company of South America, up from Buenos Aires to Dublin to preserve. 
and ran it for about three years on the airshow circuit, having completely uh, refurbished her. Swapped the engines out, repainted it, amongst other things. And where is it now? It's now in a museum in Doncaster, the UK. And then from that to the work you do now? Mostly work in business aviation consultancy with FBOs, fixed-based operators, on the training end of things and the business development end. And that led to us forming Follow Me Aircraft Marshallers in 2009. And most number of people we've ever had is 12. We're at about 8, 9 at the moment. Uh, we now have done approximately 135 different events since then, including about 30 days on ramps in the US from uh, Dallas Addison to Houston Falcon Field, uh, Odessa, and Schleimar Field, all in Texas, working with the Commemorative Air Force. I see you posting regularly on LinkedIn as well because your business is global. It's global. I actually have no business whatsoever in Ireland. No clients in Ireland whatsoever. Mm. Furthest away would be Argentina. Keeps me busy. What is and, and the expertise that people are looking for? I mean, what specifically do you, would you bring to a, to a particular event? To an event, a group of coordinated, fully trained aircraft marshallers mm-hmm. who are all mic'd up. They can run a very, very large ramp very efficiently. Very little running around great deal of safety and um, that takes that particular problem away from the event organiser on the ground. So from a pilot's point of view the flying isn't done after the landing it's after you've parked and the engine's off? Correct. You're not finished till the engine's off and the marshaller is giving you the the chocks in signal. Well we're here in Britain uh, in Burr this year I mean another particularly uh, busy event actually a little bit busier than we from people I think expected. It is quite busy. It's a variety of aircraft. There's three separate sections on the ramp here with the fixed wing. But um, we've handled events up to most 90, 95 aircraft, which would be Ballyboy a few years ago. But we're well used to handling a lot of aircraft. And the secret's all in the planning and the communications. Follow the signals. They're there for a reason. Joe McDermott, thanks for talking to me. Thank you, Michael. A generous donation hugely helped the €20,000 raised on the day. Simtek Aviation's Killian Hanratty told me more. I'm Killian Hanratty and I'm the sales manager at Simtek Aviation. What's Simtek's support been for Burr this year? Uh, this year we have do- done a very very generous donation of €10,000 towards the cause, which is absolutely fantastic, but it is a cause that our founder Shea Party has been heavily involved with, and not just Simtech, but the overall aviation community. So it's really fantastic to see everybody pull together, not just at today's event, but uh, across all the events that Shea has helped organise over the years. But today is certainly a special day. And for people who haven't yet come across Simtech, uh, set it in context for us. What do you do? So Simtech is a two-stranded company. We work uh, directly with airlines from pilot training, but we also work with cadets as a finishing school as such when they want to do their MCC or APS training. So we kind of look at the start of the pilot's journey and also the end. So from that point of view, we're working closely with airlines, cadets and flight schools around the country and of, and of course around Europe. And of course, people are very curious to know because you're seeing you know, what the future is going to be like in aviation. Is it looking optimistic? 
I think it is, and particularly in the last couple of years, there's been a lot of investment in new schools, and a lot of schools have actually used a downtime during the pandemic to really enhance the quality of their aircraft, the instructors they're getting in, but also kind of showing the importance of having good training behind you if you want to succeed and excel in the aviation industry as a pilot. What's the fleet at the moment of, of simulators that you have? So we've got four fully functional sims at the moment and we've got one more coming. So the grand unveiling will hopefully be in mid-May, uh, as long as everything goes to plan, which it is. So we have a full motion A320. We have a XJ737 Classic. We have an ATR600 full motion, a 737-800 fixed base. And our new baby to the fleet will be an ATR500 full motion as well. Now, there'll be some people listening to us, obviously, who are not actually pilots, but have always wanted to fly in a simulator. Is that possible with you guys? Yeah, so that's one of the best things. So while we are a professional organisation, we do also allow members of the public to experience what it's like. And they use the exact same simulators as what our cadets use. So our cadets use uh, two different simulators. So as they move on to one of the other devices, uh, particularly on a Friday and Saturday, this allows the sim to be available to members of the public. So it's certainly a great opportunity. I experienced it before I joined SimTech and I've got plenty of family and friends in as well. So it really is a great opportunity. And just to see what the training cycle is like in a condensed version. Sounds like the ideal birthday present. Birthday, Easter, Christmas, you name it. Fantastic gift all year round. And where can people find out about the vouchers then? So you can contact SimTech directly via the website or online and via the phone. Um, but you can also come across our social media pages and we'll be happy to help. And we'll be back from the Burr Breakfast after this short break. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The funds raised on the day go to St. Vincent de Paul. 
My name is Maureen Carter and I work as a volunteer with uh, Vincent de Paul in Barr and I'm also uh, the area president for Offaly. So I look after all of those in Offaly as And well. we're here standing in front of a hangar with the smell of breakfast wafting out. An important event in your fundraising year. Very important, very important. It is indeed. Um, thanks to Shay, uh, party of course, uh, who's a great uh, supporter of the Vincent de Paul. Of course, she is originally from Bar, and uh, he's fantastic. He organises the Golf Classic in August every year. But this is, uh, is brilliant, brilliant. Thanks to the Ormond Flying Club for facilitating us here. It looks like it's going to be a lovely day. Um, I'd like to thank all the people who supported us with giving us food and. I was going to say that it's a big undertaking. Huge. The talk during the week was about fridges and sausages. I know, absolutely, and tomatoes was the big thing because I was looking to. I ordered tomatoes three weeks ago, three hundred tomatoes, and they were coming in at eighty-four euro. And on Wednesday, I was told they were one hundred and sixty-two euro. So I went to uh, somebody I know uh, in Bar, and they gave them to us free. So, yeah. But, you know, it is interesting, like, in the midst of all of the things of trying to raise a few bob, people don't know about the stuff that goes on in the background. Sure, it's massive, it's huge. And, and if you look at all the people that are here early this morning, uh, you know, do, behind the scenes, you know, you just don't see it. And Nigel and his staff in it's there. It's fair to say, Mary, it's also freezing this morning. Absolutely yeah. freezing. Well, I'm yeah. thawing out a bit now with a cup of tea. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, the support here is fantastic. And as you say... I think people are working what into the What is the money used night. for? The money that we use normally, the, the money is for education that Shea supports on, us on. At the minute, uh, there's food poverty. Yeah, we're open four mornings a week here in Borough where people queue up just for food alone. That's all they want. And we're given, we collect from Tesco's every night. Uh, there's surplus food. And then we have uh, the feed programme, which we get on a monthly basis, which is your tea, coffee, cereal, etc. So we give that out every morning. We're helping about, I suppose, 40 to 50 families uh, a week. Uh, we see an increase roughly about 20% since Christmas and that's to do with the energy increases and everything else. Plus we have the Ukrainians. We've just been interrupted by a, a small aeroplane saying good morning to us as it flew low. <laughs> uh, we now have the added addition of uh, Ukrainians. We had 50 arrived in bar at short notice on Thursday. They're staying down the outdoor pursuit centre. So we were going around looking for bed linen and tea and coffee and anything we could get and clothes for children and all that sort of thing. So, What does it do to your sort of sense of optimism and life when you see all uh, what's happening? And, and as you say, even with tomatoes doubling in price. Yeah. Well, I suppose the fact is we have never refused help to anybody, really. Um, we know we're always able to give help and uh, support to people and if we're not able to support them maybe they have bigger issues than we're able to deal with we can put them in in touch with people who can and you know once we can go home at night you know not thinking you know about it just put it aside because tomorrow is another day and there'll be more issues tomorrow but it's great to be able to help everyone and without the support of people like the Ormond Flying Club, Shea Party, the people in the town that support us as well, um, we wouldn't be able to do the job we do. And it's a great sense of feel good, feel good factor that helping people less well often ourselves. The Coast Guard dropped in and later demonstrated a winch operation. Rob Tatton is CHC's accountable manager. 
Hi, um, Rob Tatton from CHC, and we're here today. We operate the contract for the Irish Coast Guard in the helicopter, and uh, delighted to come here today with the search and rescue helicopter, and uh, for for a for a great cause for St Vincent de Paul. And you know, one of the things, of course, that people you know, are celebrating today is that everybody's back flying. But your service kept going all the way through the pandemic. Oh, absolutely, yeah. We kept all four bases online, which was really difficult, uh, but managed to do it and. Uh, great credit to all of the crew for keeping the service online which is an essential service to the country and in terms of being here again it's one of those things we've no braves coming and there's always a, a great deal of celebration as people get to see the, the, the aircraft it's an amazing aircraft the, the S92 oh, yeah, absolutely yeah. It's, it's, it has been a great servant for us for the for the last 12 years in the contract 10 years before that was the S61 and we have the new contract coming up and whether the S92 fits into that that's, that's the excitement that's out there we'll have to see you know when the tender is released last time we were talking to you we were talking about the possibilities of new crew and people being recruited and otherwise. Any any developments on that? Yeah, absolutely. We have uh, two new pilots that just joined us, another two pilots that are uh, into the simulator at the beginning of May, so that's going to be four new pilots. Um, we have, I think it's six new tech crew that we have in at the moment. Some of them are still in training. Uh, some of those new people pass training, which is really rigorous considering that the role that they have to play and because the, 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 the path before was out of the military and that's kind of dried up. So we had to, you know, innovate in what way we do. So we take them out of the National Ambulance Service and the tech crew put them through a very rigorous training process and which helps deliver the service. It's all part of what we do. And finally, we're here on a particularly cold April day, but summer's coming. It becomes quite a busy period for the Coast Guard. Yes, absolutely. It, it, June, July and August, it becomes busy with people, you know, holidaying around Ireland, which is great. Um, we just ask people to be always be safe in the water. But we're here 24-7. And so there you have it. General Aviation, well and truly launched for another summer season. You'll find other events listed on flyinginireland.com, including the NFC Easter Aviation Camp on the 19th of April, the Carrickmoor Fly-In on the 1st of May, the Alice Breakfast Fly-In on the 1st of May, and the Morn Flying Club Spot Landing Competition on the 7th of May. Details of all those events on flyinginireland.com. And for those of you who are going for the Funfly Wings Awards, you might like to know that the next Gasky Safety Evening is on the 13th of April at half past seven. You'll find login details and more information at Gasky's website. And that'll help you towards your requirements for the Wings competition. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. To get the news first, subscribe now to Squawk 7000 on your favorite podcast platform. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.